0: I am all out of coffee now. Then we're gonna hit this start stream button, and then we're gonna wait for it to connect to Facebook, and then we're gonna say going live. You need a light, by the way. You're a little dim.
1: It's yeah. still a little dim. Yeah, uh, it's not room. terrible, but. Is that a little better?
0: Oh, that's a ton better. There you okay. go. You look good. That was the one thing we didn't
1: we didn't uh, troubleshoot yet. That looks good. Yeah no that looks okay. real good
0: don't okay. if once you look up it shines in your glasses but outside
1: of that you look great okay uh, that's always going to be a problem because i wear glasses so yep and here we go going live
0: and we're live here on facebook like to welcome those listening in podcast land it's friday afternoon y'all and rich and i are here together to talk about sports rich how's it going
1: it's going well so it's uh, kind of a surprise I did not expect to get a message from you to say what do you do? Or, when, when am I off work and do not I wasn't expecting you to be off work too yeah yeah but I, I guess we both have a lot of vacation days the bird
0: yeah took some days off today and then uh, or took today off and might take some more random days off here in the future but uh, yeah took took the day off so uh, I've been watching uh, have have you guys watched the bear?
1: No, we've heard it's good,
0: though. Great, it's show. Really good. great show. Great uh, show. Season two leaves kind of on a cliffhanger, and you want more. Um,
1: hmm. Okay.
0: But, you know, it's great. I, that's that's about as much. Um, I know you guys won't be offended by foul language, but it has a ton of foul language. Like, it is
1: no no we're we're not we we just know that that would be a show we'd never be able to yeah watch that we we wouldn't probably wouldn't be able to watch over it uh nope with karen and ron nope. ron maybe but but not Karen. no
0: nope. <laughs> no nope. it's a show i like my i don't watch it with my wife because i don't know that she'd enjoy it either because of those same mm. reasons like it's gotcha it's, it's 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 pretty foul language lots of foul language in there but That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here, uh, so um, you're back. Uh, We have some some recap from last week that we want to talk about. uh, Catch you up on some stuff. Talk about a few other things. But then uh, we have other sports to talk about. Um, We have the divisional round happened this week uh, along with, um, you know, we got esports stuff to talk about. Rich, what else do we got?
1: You know, Mike, we're going to go into – Uh, We'll make a quick pit stop into the NASCAR corner, as well as talk some MLB news, as we have uh, the Hall of Fame class came out this week, Yeah. Uh, but also sad news for a Cubs Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, But, but Mike, all that and more, but what do we got to do first? We got to...
0: Live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts Mike and Rich. And we're back, Rich. I am loving your background, by the way. It, it looks good. Um, Ted is a li- Ted and and Coach Bird uh, Beard are a Coach little. Beard. A little washed out with the the light, but we'll work on that mm-hmm. in the future. But I want to look but yeah, I mean, it, um,
1: we did some uh moving around of furniture today to kind of make the uh, so we could each kind of for both my wife and I could each kind of have our own little office space, yeah. But uh, but yeah, behind me, you notice Coach Beard and Ted Lasso, but below them is uh, Mike Dick. Uh, and the robots from the um, old TV show Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, Crow yeah. and Tom Servo. Yeah,
0: and then you got uh, uh, you got the gnomes, and that's duh.
1: yeah. I got, I got some gnomes and uh, <sighs> Cubs Hall of Cubs Hall of Famers, Cubs and, Hall of and Famers, baseball cards, and, and you got uh, and baseball cards.
0: And um, what are they calling the Cubs mascot now? What, what uh, Clark the Cubs? Clark, that's right, Clark. Clark. The Cub. So you got all that. Okay. Uh, we'll ignore the, the stuff to the your your right, my left. Yeah.
1: That bothers but yeah, me. so it, it's nice to be back. I got to say uh, I'm sorry for the short notice nope, of, no uh, from last week. Uh, but it, it was a great show. Um, some things that I'm going to try and remember besides the Pop-Tarts from last week or other things that you wanted to get my opinion on uh, probably a little bit in the coaching carousel. I think there was a couple of comments made. I want to get Rich's opinion on this too. So we'll make sure to hit on that today. So before we get into last this week's poll question, we got to get into last week's where I was the only person to vote for Pop Tarts. And for me, I think sometimes I just gotta be in the right mood for, uh, for cinnamon rolls. And I think a lot of it comes down to what, what does the icing taste like? Sometimes the icing isn't, isn't there on the cinnamon rolls or it's just too sweet for me. Um, and it's hard for me, but, and I also know that with my favorite type of pop tart, I can eat that anytime. I love okay, the pop tart. I love my favorite type of pop tart.
0: First and foremost, I'm going to say, uh, there's always like, I can always do cinnamon rolls. So for me, that's okay. a of weird, but, I do have to ask one question about your pop tarts. Do you heat them sure. up every time? Do you heat them up most of the time or do you hardly ever heat them up?
1: Um, I'd have to say the majority of the time I'm not heating them up. So okay. I, I don't mind cold pop tarts.
0: What is your pop tart then? Like you said you're, mm-hmm. with your particular pop tart.
1: Yeah. Well, my favorite type of pop tart is the s'more. So you have the graham cracker, more of a graham cracker. Um, Pop tart with uh chocolate and marshmallow on the inside and chocolate on the on the outside as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Um my but That's my favorite, but I also kinda like
1: I like the strawberry too.
0: So I am surprising. Uh my favorite heated up is cherry. I okay, think it tastes like a cherry pie kind of. But my favorite not heated
1: up is the uh brown sugar cinnamon. Okay, but by all means I would have to agree with David Hyvinga, who get who got a show shout out for saying That the probably the brown sugar cinnamon would be the closest thing to a cinnamon roll within a Pop Tart. Yep, if you're comparing the two, just doesn't taste the same. I would agree. I don't like the brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, I do. uh, Pop Tart, I love them uh, either. Um, so but so that is why that I voted for Pop Tarts is because I can go to the gas station or in the Ottoman. I actually have these in the house or in my snack drawer at the work, I can have. A pop tart anytime, any time of the day. I don't have to be like in a certain mood for it. Uh, but I will say, I think my favorite cinnamon roll, if I'm in the mood for it and I'm at the place, would have to be the cinnamon raisin uh, cinnamon roll from Hardee's. So, those things are real. Those wait, are I love those. Wait, they those are have cinnamon
0: too. raisin rolls.
1: I have seen them there in the past okay, at a Hardee's. So Hardee's Cal Jr.
0: Okay. Hardee's used to have the cinnamon raisin biscuits and those Uh were divine i loved them i would that's one thing i would actually eat at a fast food restaurant one of the few things i would eat Mm -hmm. then they stopped and only made cinnamon rolls yeah and now they're trying to recapture the deliciousness it was the cinnamon raisin biscuit with a cinnamon raisin
1: cinnamon roll I've always thought they've had the cinnamon raisin cinnamon rolls on the menu all the time.
0: No, I thought they were the cinnamon raisin biscuits. We'll have to find out. But anyway, I, I don't know. I
1: don't go to Hardee's that much because they're, for me, as a fast food restaurant, they seem to be more on the pricier side. Yeah, in my opinion, all fast food is pricy. If they really have So So, this week's poll question, Mike, was Fruit Loops versus Peanut Butter Captain Crunch.
0: Incredibly close, Rich. Okay. It was fifty-six percent to forty-four percent. Was the vote? By gotcha. the way, that translates to thirteen versus ten. We had twenty-three Ooh. votes, Rich. Twenty-three votes. That
1: that's great. I'm glad this. I, I then I obviously picked the right two cereals, or it got or it showed up on the right people's Facebook pages this okay.
0: week. Okay. So. uh Fruit Loops wins with 13 votes. The, the winning voters are Jordan Stroop, Solomon Stroop, Charles Owen, Greg Sackerson, Cameron Tripp, Debbie Scranton, Washburn, uh, Sue Hart, Ron Lehmans, Josh Hendricks, Mark Hendricks, Rich Hendricks, Josh Couture, Ashley Couture, all voted for Fruit Loops. Your Peanut Butter Captain Crunch, me, Ryan Cunningham, Brooke Rice, Heather Murray, AJ Hendricks, Danielle Hart, Michael Sable, Lindsay Lund- Lundquist, Andrea Hatt, and Darcy Drago Vercellino. Uh, man, thank you everyone for voting. Um, I think only one of those people I'm not friends with. Okay, so we did have a comment
1: on this week's poll uh, by my father-in-law Ron LeMans, who had to say Apple Jacks, and I pointed out that Apple Jacks was featured er- in an earlier poll, and uh, in an earlier poll that lost to Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, and his response was, "This poll, the, then the voting must have been rigged," and I, I don't have a. I, I would just have to say no comment to that. Um uh, that's how I assigned that's how I assigned it. Maybe I don't I'm not sure whether he voted that week or not.
0: Uh yeah, let me let me look. I bet I can look. Uh... oh, uh we don't have it on our fans of balls and six page anyway so it must have
1: dropped off due to how many other polls that have gone before it I guess I know it was there I know we that we I have the results marked on the uh, Google uh, sheets document um, that shows that but Captain more... Crunch with Crunchberries won that week
0: but moreover uh, thanks for shout giving a,
1: a shout out and, and speaking your mind. Yeah, and also um, Lisa Lehmans uh, also commented on that saying yes to Apple Jacks as well. So this week, Mike, we're back to the uh, hot entrees, and we're going to go with corned beef hash and Canadian bacon. Uh, that one's a
0: tough one for me.
1: So I'll probably get that um, short up after we get off of the air, Mike. So, Mike, anything else on our poll questions before we go over to the NFL?
0: I think we're good. I think we're good there. Uh, okay, I have it here. I, I, okay. I just had to scroll down a little bit. Uh, if Ron Lehmans wanted Applejacks,
1: Jacks, okay.
0: he did not vote for
1: it. He did not vote in that week's poll for some reason. Yeah, what, what, were, what were the results in that in that week's poll? It was 16 votes. Okay. And it was 10 to six. Okay. So his vote would not have made a difference. Nope. Applejack still would have lost that week. I was hoping that maybe it was a close vote to where it might've been a tie. And it would have been a, um, it would have been, we would have had to do our photo friend with, uh, Joe Hart being a tiebreaker.
0: Yeah. Nope. He didn't vote at all. Uh, Apparently he didn't even see the vote didn't even see it
1: oh, okay so him, my...
0: rich if he wanted to see it and if he really wanted to vote on it and take it seriously how would he do that or the folks listening um, at home
1: yeah they can uh, they can always find our polls on Facebook at fans of balls and sticks on on both of on more, more than likely on both of our news feeds if we're friends as Mike and I usually share it, as well as on the regular Balls and Sticks Facebook page. We only post it on Facebook, so that we're not trying to get, so that there aren't duplicate votes across the, uh, if we also included it on YouTube, so you can't stop the ballot.
0: Okay, Um, with that Rich, uh, let's head into, onto the gridiron, as we gotta talk divisional round Rich Game one was Texas versus the Ravens. We we both picked the Ravens. The Ravens oh. won 34-10. By the way, this is their first appearance in the AFC Championship since 2012. Rich, tell us about the Packers and Niners.
1: All right. Did, well, did, did you get a chance to watch the Texans-Ravens game? That game, I did not. Okay. I, I got to watch that one. Um, It was a... I, there was a chance where I almost thought maybe the Texans would pull it off, and then the Ravens just shut them down in the second half. Uh, maybe that game I did watch. Really the first was half. decided in the second half.
0: Maybe I did watch that one. Yes, I did. But okay. Texans,
1: I think, are trending or going in the right direction with that franchise. They still have some good. Uh, they got two first round draft picks. Yeah. This year, even though, yeah. um, even though they went all the way to the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, so, I don't think that this is going to be the last year that you see the Texans in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll have that division on lockdown for the next couple of years, but they're going to be in the playoff picture every year. Packers, Niners. The you, Mike, you picked the Packers. I went with the Niners. It was a close game, 24 to 21. San Francisco, who will appear in their third straight NFC Championship game. Um, I did get a chance to watch this one um, Brock Purdy didn't look the best but he did enough to get them a victory I, so that that does that does cause them a little bit uh, cause for concern going into their matchup with Detroit
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure like Brock Purdy hasn't sold me yet. Like that's the thing uh, So he hasn't sold me yet um, The the Packers have been had been trending up. I mean they were probably the hottest team in the playoffs at the
1: time. Yeah, I don't blame you for picking the Packers with uh, with how well they did against Dallas because I wasn't expecting Dallas to lose that game at home. And so why not? I don't, I don't blame you for taking the taking the Packers in that game. And, but you know, but the other thing you got to watch out for is what could this Niners offense look like if Debo Samuel isn't able to play as that was a big yeah. You still got McCaffrey, Kittle, and Ayuk, but somebody's gonna have to step up for Debo Samuel yeah. if he isn't able to play as he's 50-50. Mike, how the Bucks-Lions game go? Bucks-Lions, uh,
0: we both picked the Lions, uh, and they pulled it off, 31-23. That this is the uh, Lions' first trip to the NFC Championship since 1991, when there were only there was only the divisional round. They didn't have the wild card round. Uh, back then uh and uh by the way this is the f- I, I said it last week uh-huh. I'll say it again this week this is the first time they've won two playoff games since 1957 the year my parents were both born also Ooh. it's okay. before the uh the the Super Bowl era so the and the last time they did that there was only... West versus East or uh, east-west t- uh, championship and then your NFL championship so that was the last time they've actually won an NFL championship as well so
1: yeah yeah I do have a little bit of a tidbit or fun fact what I'm calling a fun fact okay once we get down to picking the um NFC and AFC championship games Mike moving on to the Chiefs and the bills. The Chiefs pulled it off, 27-24, and so it was the first road playoff win for Mahomes, and it was their sixth straight AFC Championship game appearance. Oddly enough, it's 6-for-6 for for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Since he took over as the full-time starter there, but it was wide right again.
0: Yeah. Um, I can't. This is one of those things where you look at it and you're just like, man, being a Bills fan has to suck. Like, as a Bears fan, we know we suck. But as a Bills fan, you know you have some of the greatest teams mm-hmm. to never win a championship. Look at the, the 90s Bills. Four straight Super Bowls. And yet couldn't pull off the big win.
1: Yep, the Four Falls of Buffalo. If you haven't seen that 30 for 30, give it a look. Really good, yeah. really good one. By the fourth one, they were almost their their playoff rally and cry was "Screw everybody, let's nobody wants to see us in the Super Bowl again because we've lost the, the three straight times. Let's yeah. let's piss them off and keep going. We'll go back yeah. for another one. Grab good movie kind of a, yeah. touches base on those four Super Bowl losses, but I almost think I don't. It, I just didn't get what the Bills were doing in the fourth quarter. They were they were dominating, moving the ball down the field for those first three quarters by just going with short intermediate passes and running the ball. And all of a sudden in the fourth quarter and almost like they turned into hero ball wanting to throw the ball deep. and Well, the Chiefs are taking away the,
0: the middle, that middle ground. They really were. If you look at what the Chiefs were doing in that middle ground, they were taking it away. By by leaps and bounds made it difficult for them to do anything. So I'm not surprised uh, That that's how it went. I'm not uh, but You know, I, I also picked the Chiefs to to make mm-hmm. the Super I think I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl yet again
1: my um, Yeah, let me verify that but I that just caught me as odd. They, they were moving the ball so well And then it's almost like they flipped the script and and uh, since and uh, put the ball. I mean, by all means, you put the ball in the hands of your best player, Josh yeah. Allen. And I mean, a ball went right through the hands of Stefan Diggs, not being able to hang on. And I think it was uh, Khalif Shakir. I think had a good, yeah. had a catchable ball sent to him, and he couldn't haul it in. So
0: yeah, there were a couple things that that cost the the Bills, and wide right was not one of
1: them. No, that but that's what but it still happened and that's why I put it as a discussion point and of right again.
0: Technically, yes, it did cost them that. But he, again, you also have to look at you have arguably the best kicker in the league. One of the top two at least, right?
1: Yeah, Tyler Taylor Bass was a was a solid at least, probably top five kicker.
0: Right. In the league, he has been one of the top. Now But once he gets to the playoffs, some reason he just can't like he can't seal the deal in the playoffs. You every time you put it you put it on his boot for the regular season, what's he do? Drills it. And yet the playoffs, the mindset of all of that apparently gets to him. Is it time to look for a new kicker? You might have
1: to, but you got to admit, you got to love what the, what the fans did for him after that playoff game. He, he got tired of seeing all the negative comments or threats that were lobbied against him on, on, uh, social media, he shut down or disabled all the social media accounts. And what came through was that people ended up donating to his favorite charity between chiefs and bills fans. Good. Uh, Donated a lot of money to his favorite charity, which is, I guess, I think rescues uh, kittens, kitten rescue, or something like that.
0: I don't like kittens, but I'm glad that charities are being helped.
1: Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to talk about on this with this game was Jason Kelsey, a man of the people. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I wasn't supposed to show my apples. We might (laughs) get demonetized now. Sorry.
1: But yeah, but yeah, I mean, Rooting on his brother, getting to actually watch his brother oh, play in a game without being on the sideline in a uniform. I cheering on cheering on the team from a skybox. You don't normally see a shirtless guy in a skybox. Nope. And, but I do um,
0: appreciate him being able to let loose. I a hundred percent agree with you. Uh this is one of the best things for I would say for the league. Let alone. Did I did I lose
1: you? No, you didn't. Lose oh, okay. me. I, I heard the bing, and that I heard the bing. Okay,
0: you looked at you. You, you looked like puzzled for a second there. So, no, not at all. Um, but, but uh, I think this is one of the best things for the league, and for him to finally be allowed to cheer for his brother. I mean, it does. It shows that he, how much they actually love each other. It shows that, man, I know that for the past. 10 years I haven't been able to cheer to, to support you the way I want to Finally I get to do it. Let's go and I I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, but he was also uh, supposed to be Mingling around doing tailgates out in the out in Buffalo uh, But the thing that got me with this being a man of the people is that Taylor Swift was obviously at the game He supposedly went down into the stands and got a little girl and took her into the skybox. To, so that she could meet her idol Taylor Swift. So that I thought that was kind of cool. Climbed out of the skybox window into the stands, brought a little girl up, uh, up into the skybox with him, back up with him. So I just thought that was really cool. I'm not sure what all the interaction was between the fan between the fan and Taylor Swift or or all, but I just know that it happened. I thought that was pretty neat too.
0: Yeah, and that was one of those things that. Um... I think it's it's good to see uh, what they've been able to do and, and what he's been um, really just able to to kind of give the world uh, give a w- the world a look of, of what truly is going on in, inside and and to see him able to just open up and and. To see, even see him interact with Taylor, makes her seem so much hu- more human. Like that's one of those things that I don't think uh, we think about a lot. It's how how much um, how much we we forget that Taylor's not. I mean, Taylor gets so many times we we allow her to just be out there, and yet let's let's allow her to be more human. And that's what, that's what uh, having
1: Kelsey there does. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. So with those games uh, have been final, Mike, you were seven and three this year in the playoffs. I am six and four. And obviously those records could flip as on. Unin- uh, well, we'll get into our picks. Uh, we already have the picks in as we did our, we did the we filled in our outline before we went on the air. So conference championship reviews before we go into the coaching carousel. Um we already made our picks, but I said I have fun facts, so I'm yeah. gonna give you that one first. So for the Chiefs and Ravens, oddly enough, this will be the first time in franchise history that the Ravens have hosted an AFC championship game. Wow. But it but not the city of Baltimore as they hosted a game in 1970 between the Baltimore Colts and the Oakland Raiders two teams that technically play in different cities now and, um, and but the Chiefs will have something working against them I watched a YouTube video I was scrolling on reels on Facebook this morning and they brought up the Josh Allen curse Oh. The team that eliminates Josh Allen in the playoffs ends up losing their very next playoff game. And it has happened every single year, going back to his first year in the playoffs with the Buffalo Bills, going all the way back to the 19, 2019-2020 playoffs. Okay. Every single time. I got a link if you want to see the work, because I was thinking about, all right, no, this this can't be true. But it is. It started when the with all the way back with the Houston Texans at the time beating Josh Allen, and they lose in the next round. It's happened to the Chiefs twice, the Bengals, and the Bengals when they've eliminated Josh Allen and the Bills. They've lost their next playoff game. That's that's
0: crazy. I man,
1: um, hmm. so we'll have to see. If the Josh Allen curse can be broken this year. So I had my pick of the Ravens before I even knew about the whole Josh Allen curse. So, but, but I'm still sticking with it. It's at home. Can Patrick Mahomes win it, win two road playoff games in a row. The Ravens are playing great defense. They're, they're real, looking really good on offense as well with Todd Monken uh, pulling the strings and Lamar Jackson is probably the MVP regardless of what happens in this game. So I'm going to go with the Ravens to win and go to the Super Bowl.
0: You know, that uh, that's a scary fact that you spit out, but uh, the Chiefs still have so much skill and talent and have been the team to beat. And uh, I know that this year, technically, that the, uh, the Ravens have been the better team most of the year. But uh, I... Part of me wonders if they are, if the Chiefs are doing the old get to the playoffs and then we start playing. And that's kind of what it looks like. I'm not saying that's exactly what they're yeah. doing, but that's kind of what it looks like.
1: So yeah, if... by all means, with that win against the Chief, with the win against the Bills last week, kind of put the bed, the whole talk about how his wide receivers are drop, are are horrible this year and they finally had to pay the piper with uh, going cheap with their wide receivers. Well, and um it also and they're just not hanging on to the ball.
0: Changes the narrative that Patrick Mahomes is can't win a road game in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Well, that that was finally put to bed too. Uh so I just I can't I can't say that I I agree a hundred percent that all of that's gonna gonna go away. But what I can say is that he's he's done a ton and deserves the ability deserves the right to to get respect and so I think the Chiefs are gonna do it plus you know I kind of picked them as my uh champions way back when at the
1: beginning of the year anyway so you did so you did.
0: you know what I'm picking them again
1: yeah at the, at the, and also at the same time you gotta kind of give them the the Tom Brady Patriots treatment of yep. until they're beaten. How can you pick against them
0: how do you how do you pick it? How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes? Like I just I don't I don't know how you do it
1: All right, so you can catch that game that'll be the early game two o'clock over on CBS Then Mike will have the number three Lions and the number one San Francisco 49ers all in San Fran 520 Over on the box. Yeah, like the foot facts that I found for this game. Yep Last time the the Lions won a road playoff game was that 1957 game in San Francisco, which was the last time they went to an NFL championship game, not a Super Bowl. And there's also a curse in this matchup as well, the Kirk Cousins curse. Okay, tell me about it, Rich. Any team that loses, any playoff team that ends up losing to Kirk Cousins. Okay. In the regular season, not just the playoffs. Okay. Doesn't make the Super Bowl. So you're the telling Lions? me
0: that if somebody has lost against Kirk Cousins in a regular season game, they they basically haven't been to the Super Bowl or they haven't won the Super Bowl.
1: No, they haven't been to the Super Bowl. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, Welp. It makes me feel a little bit better.
1: Yep. And this one supposedly goes all the way back to two thousand and twelve. So we even this one's been on the back burner, it, or on the back burner, longer than the Josh Allen curse. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I I do know uh, that you have in here that the Lions have swept the swept the the uh, Vikings this year. And, they uh, did. And how did the the Niners do?
1: The Niners lost their Week 7 game against those Vikings. Okay. Um, So, for you, that looks bad. It kind of does, but I have the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. I had them beating the – I think I had them beating the Chargers. Okay. All the way back at the beginning. Yeah, no, I had them beating the Bengals all the way back in the preseason. Before the postseason started, I had them beating the Bills. Okay. So, I'm – I still think the Niners are the team to beat. I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy doesn't didn't look his best against the Packers, but he did enough to get the win. You still got, and even if even without Debo Samuel, whether he's being used as a decoy or an active member of that offense, that like usually is. I still like that that offensive talent around the Niners. Yeah, to I, get the job done.
0: And honestly, I don't blame you at all. Uh, honestly, I would probably pick the Niners most years. But come on, the, how often are the Lions going to get this opportunity?
1: I know. By all means, I'd love to see the Lions win this game. Like, but because I put the Niners into into the Super Bowl, okay. I, I'm not going to go off of it. Okay. I'm not going to go off of it. I might even be rooting rooting for the Niners to win this game when I watch it on Sunday.
0: Okay, that's that's very valid. Um, so Rich, uh, and we will see how those come out. We did mention it earlier. We haven't actually gotten back. We haven't fully gotten on the carousel. So let's hop on that carousel of coaches and talk about how uh, how we have gotten most of the jobs have been hired. Uh, there are still a couple openings, but, uh, you know, that only gives us a little to talk about. But let's talk about some coaching hires that happened this week. Yeah. So, Mike, when
1: you did your show solo last week, you had Gerard Mayo. Uh, getting the Patriots job due to a succession clause, Antonio Pierce getting promoted from the interim position in Vegas, and the news that Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, and Matt Eberflues were all retained. McCarthy is retained, but he did not receive a contract extension, so he is on a lame duck contract. In Dallas, there's no news on Sirianni's contract, but both of his coordinators were fired much like in Matt Eberflus' is back, his offensive staff was dismissed. That A lot of the defensive staff was already decimated because of personnel moves that were made in season. Uh, but the one news we can talk about related to the Bears, other than why was Eberflus' retake, was that they've hired an offensive coordinator who is Shane Walden, who previously worked uh, with uh, Seattle and also Sean McVay okay. with the Rams. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not terribly mad at it all the way, but you know, I I would have liked to have seen something better.
1: Um, who Who would you have rather seen hired a, as an OC? Bill Belichick well, only... as a head coach. Bill Belichick as a head coach. Uh.
0: So, here's my problem. Okay. You have the greatest number of head coaches, or the greatest head coaching class we've seen in our lifetime,
1: at minimum. Or at we at least, of the history of, the, since we've been on air right. doing this show, probably the best hiring class. Available head coaches. Mm-hmm.
0: We've seen issues with our head coaching. We've seen issues with our coaching staff in general. Why are we gonna retain a guy who continues to fail when you have Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, uh um you have Mike Vrabel? Out Mike there. Mike Vrabel's out there. Heck how about the guy that nobody's hired yet that seriously needs to be hired? Eric Bionemi. Why hasn't Bionemi been talked to? That guy should be the first head co- should have been the first head coach hired. I don't care what where you're at, he should have been the first hired. The fact that he still hasn't, why didn't we hire him as our offensive coordinator?
1: I think I can give you a reason on – well, well, not as a – I think I can give you a reason on a head coach with the enemy. Okay. So who was our previous head coach, Mike? Uh, which one? You're probably
0: looking for Matt uh, Matt Nagy, right? Which... I am looking okay. for Matt Nagy. So
1: we, we poached Matt Nagy from Andy Reid. So you, so do you really want to fire fire Matt Nagy, who was an Andy Reid previously worked for Reid – just to get the guy that replaced Matt Nagy as the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. Yes. There would have been some bad... I I think that there would have been some bad optics on that hire. Yeah, I can agree time. with that. But
0: at minimum, why not bring him in as your OC? And say, hey, how about this? How about How about this? Put a succession clause in his contract hmm. that says you're the OC... When Eber Fleece gets fired, you got three years.
1: Okay. But the same thing on that, on that, with that, doing that type of move with him still being under contract in Washington, even if you attach, because he is, when he uh, took his contract under Ron Rivera, he's the assistant coach and offensive coordinator. So it would have been okay, a give lateral him the same move. Job. It, it, it would have been a lateral move and Washington could have blocked it. Much like what happened when they tried to interview uh Kellen Moore from the Chargers. It was it was a lateral move. They denied the interview request.
0: Okay. Fine. Whatever. It could have been.
1: I think it would have been a better move. Um uh the, the so. so jobs that jobs that got filled besides Shane Walden as the offensive coordinator for the Bears. Yep. Included the Titans. Uh, getting Brian Callahan from the from the Bengals. Yep. The Chargers getting Jim Harbaugh. The Panthers poaching Dave Canales from the division rival Buccaneers. Okay. And the Falcons making us, in my opinion, a surprise move, bringing in Raheem Morris from the Rams. Oddly enough, Morris was their interim coach three years ago.
0: Yeah, I think they liked him, but they. Uh... They didn't, I don't know if they were ready to commit back then. Um, I would love, I, you know, the Jim Harbaugh one, I think is the biggest news, the biggest story out of all of them. Uh, And, and what I think he can do down there. uh, I think he can, can he save Justin Herbert?
1: I don't know if Jim, I don't know if you have to say save being the right word, but at least that he can elevate him. Okay. I think that I think that he can really elevate him and take his game to the next level. Would you say?
0: I'll ask. Okay. Is he a bust? Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't. I What's don't he think done in the playoffs? You would correct on that end. I think. I think. The What's coaching, he done to
0: get you to the playoffs?
1: I think the coaching at times has a, has a thing to do with that. Yes, has something to but, do with that.
0: but in today's society, it as much falls on the quarterback as it does the head coach, right? Yep. In, in football to today. So if we're going to play that the game that society plays, the same game that all the pundits play, we're now looking at Josh Herbert and we're saying, is he a failure? Or Justin Herbert, sorry, Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah, I, I, do I think that right with Josh now Allen, you're, too. you're almost kind of comparing him to – Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Is it's he true. another Phillip Rivers? The guy that can rate puts up the gaudy great great passing and touchdown numbers as a the kind of numbers that you want in fantasy football. Yeah. But do those numbers calculate translate to wins for the football team and ultimately go into a Super Bowl? And so far for Justin Herbert, it didn't. Right. And uh, it never did for Phillip Rivers as he he always got He always got stuck playing, losing to Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. So I'm going to go back to, can Jim Harbaugh
0: save Justin Herbert?
1: Uh, uh, I think, personnel-wise, I think he chose the right position. Yeah. But he chose the wrong division to go into.
0: Uh, You know, no, no. Because... We, we already know that the that Seattle uh, is going to get a new head coach. That means a whole new, yo.
1: Wrong. And it's wrong. Western division. Oh, sorry. Yes. He's going up against Patrick Mahomes. Yep. He's going to have to play Sean Payton's Broncos twice a year. We don't know who's going to be under center for him. Yeah. It's still a Sean Payton coach team. And okay yep. I don't I don't think the Raiders as a division rival. They're not going to just you're not going to be able to roll over them. It's always going to be a tough game with them.
0: Uh I think I think sorry, I went the wrong the wrong conference. I think that you are correct with Justin with uh with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the hardest part. I don't think the Broncos A Sean Payton man if Sean Payton can't work with Russell Wilson, and he had some questionable issues happening in New
1: Orleans, is the pro? Who, where's the problem? I'm not sure with Pat, with with uh, Sean Payton, but it is almost starting his. His goodwill of getting a super, bringing a Super Bowl to New Orleans, and then it's almost like he, like he lived and died with that Super Bowl title to a small, small market franchise like New Orleans. Yep. But getting the Saints to the playoffs, but maybe not further into the playoffs multiple times. That I'm, I am starting to get the the narrative that maybe he was an overrated, coach. That's Living off of that one Super Bowl victory almost you can probably make the same case for Mike McCarthy Of him using that one Super Bowl victory of I'm a Super Bowl winning coach And the you other,
0: could the other problem there is who was his quarterback?
1: Drew Brees
0: now. I'm sorry. We live in an era where we think Tom Brady's a goat mm, We got we've had this argument. I'm not here to rehash that argument But still you have Tom yeah. Brady and then we all have Aaron Rodgers and then We forget that Drew Brees owns the single season passing record. Owns it. Like, not just by a little bit either. He's like thousands of yards ahead of other people. We forget that Drew Brees (coughs) made that team what it was. So much more. Look at the weapons that he had around him. Mm-hmm. Name five. Name five guys from that Super Bowl.
1: Okay, I think you had a you had Reggie Bush. I think might I think Rick, Ricky Williams might have been on that team. Jimmy Graham. Um, while you're bringing it up, Mike, let me know when you bring it up so you can say yes or no whether I have the players. I'm not going to bring it up on my screen.
0: Okay. Okay. Are, are you ready? Hang on. I think I am. E- yes, I am. The 2019. There we
1: go. Okay. I'm going to go with Ricky Williams and Reggie Bush in the backfield.
0: Um. Reggie Bush is correct.
1: Okay. No, Ricky Williams. He was out of New Orleans by then. Oh, the side I'm on it. It wants me to pay. Hang on. Oh. Okay. I'll give you some time to uh, think about wide receivers, but I know for sure that Jimmy Graham was on that team and a big part of that offense. I think, but I don't think that Alvin Kamara was in New Orleans at that time yet.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. So, who who are you asking about? Sorry. Okay.
1: So, I, I'm going to go with, you've already confirmed that Reggie Bush was on that team. Yes. So, I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham for sure. No. the star tight end. Jimmy Graham was not on that team yet. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to go with Maurice Colston and Joe Horn. And Maurice Colston, yes. Joe Horn, no. Not yet. Okay. But I know he, he put up some great numbers in New Orleans, though. So, you have two. I have two of them. Okay. I don't know. Um, Michael Thomas wouldn't have been there yet. Alvin Kamara wasn't there yet. So, he told me that Jimmy Graham wasn't. So you had a
0: Thomas. Can you think of another Thomas?
1: I cannot.
0: I'm shocked you can't come up with their tight end. Yeah. I'm shocked. You cannot come up with their tight end.
1: Yeah, I'm. Who was their tight end that year? Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy Shockey. Hmm. I totally gave that to you, Rich. That's all right.
0: Shockey, actually, I was surprised you didn't get that one. Uh, Pierre Thomas, by the way, was there other running back? Okay. He was probably their change of pace back then. Okay,
1: Pierre Thomas. Yep. Um, and who are who some of those wide receivers that Drew Brees made great and then they probably never put up any good numbers after they left New Orleans? Uh,
0: Henderson. DeVray Henderson.
1: DeVray Henderson, okay.
0: Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it for their starting lineup. Let me see if I can get their full... Well, well
1: well that was their starting lineup for the Super Bowl. Oh here we, we go.
0: We... Here we go. Uh
1: Lance Moore. David nope. Thomas. Slot receiver. I don't recall what Dave, what David Thomas did. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Cole Ford. Okay. Henderson. Yeah, nobody's. Nobody's
1: or nobody's outside of New Orleans. Sure. Once they left New Orleans, their probably career took a nose. Out. Uh
0: you also got uh, Mike Bell was was a rusher running back as well. Uh, only okay. only took 2 carries in that game. By oh, the way, yeah. I played in that game, did you know that? Oh, you did. Yeah. I played okay. for the Colts. Hmm. Okay. Mike Hart played for the Colts.
1: The third string running back, Mike Hart from
0: Hey, I got 2 carries for uh for four yards
1: okay but yeah i I would agree i think harbaugh harbaugh's got an uphill climb in my opinion to get them out of that division but some pieces are in place in uh with the chargers and i think they needed to hire harbaugh to get that label off of them that they're a cheap franchise yeah that that doesn't want to that i guess doesn't want to pay that doesn't pay its players the best or go after the best coaches, something that the Bears couldn't do. But I think that one of the reasons that Harbaugh fit the Chargers is that besides the Panthers, which he probably wasn't going to go to, the Chargers were the only team along with the Panthers that were also hiring a GM at the same time. Yeah. So if you're going to hire Harbaugh, you've either got to be comfortable working with him or he's got to be comfortable working with you. So I think that that was one of the reasons why he didn't take the Falcons job that he interviewed with twice And I think that's one reason why the Bears chose to pass on him Is because of that that friction that he tends to cause with in the front office, which is what caused him to lose his job With the Niners
0: Okay, I have some uh, So we have we we said it earlier. We have two openings left. We have Seattle Mm -hmm. and the Commanders yeah, I don't see either of these teams picking up. Uh, well, one of them fired, who I think they should have brought back as their head coach.
1: Yeah, I, I can agree with you. I don't. I don't know if uh, if Pete Carroll should have been let go. I think that maybe the common before the Packers loss, before the Packers beating the the Cowboys so badly. Yep, such a decisive win. I would have said that. I think that they were. Letting go of Pete Carroll so they can bring in Dan Quinn, but seeing that how that defense crumbled in the playoffs, I don't know if Dan yeah. Quinn's the front runner there anymore. Um, and I also don't see with the Commanders hiring a general manager first and Adam Peters uh from the Niners or hired away from the Niners. I don't know if Belichick's going to be the hire
0: there. I know whether I know what the Commanders are doing. Okay, what do you think they're going to do? The Commanders are just they're just going to pick up. They're going to promote
1: B enemy. I think I have, I think I have heard that he, that he, they have been in talks about the head coaching. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. That would, I think it'd be a great, I think it'd be a great option there.
0: I think that would be a huge move for them. Um, and if they don't do it, then the Seahawks should, by the way.
1: Gotcha. So yeah, I I could see B enemy getting the commander's job. Um, as a way of they earned it, and but maybe him, but he'd almost have to sell them. So I don't, I don't, I think they found out, or I'd like to think that they found out that Sam Howell's not the answer. He put up, he put up some gaudy numbers, yeah. but he had just as many bad games as he did good games. Yep. And those gaudy, gaudy high passing numbers didn't necessarily translate to wins for him. Yeah. So he'd almost have to sell them on. Let's leave on which quarterback he'd want at number two with the number two pick to develop and um, at least there's that familiarity there, even though it's a new ownership group, he was in the house when the new ownership group took place. Yep. I have no idea who Seattle's going to hire at this point.
0: I don't either. And I don't think it's going to be Bill Belichick, which no. how crazy is it going to be that Bill Belichick will not have a job this year?
1: Yeah. But I mean, the, the, I mean, I thought he was going to take the Falcons job a hundred percent. Yeah, whether it was owner whether that was gonna be an ownership-driven decision of well, I'm sorry, Mr. Fontenot, the current GM, you're gonna be taking a lesser role, or even going after longtime executive Rich McKay, as the president of operations, you're gonna be taking on a lesser role if you choose to stay. But I want Belichick because he's the best coach available and he yeah. wants to bring in these people that he's previously worked with, and they're gonna take on more of the decision-making in the front office. So I think that was a major sticking point on why he didn't get the job or, or and I don't see, I don't see those situations playing out in Seattle or Washington where What's he Bill could... going to
0: do in the off season. What's bill going to do next year? I don't know. Like this. I don't see him as an analyst.
1: No, he, he's not an analyst. Yeah. That's, that's what we were thinking. That's not what I would have done. What would you have done, Bill? that's not what I would have done <laughs> what would you have done Bill
0: I would have I would have done something different
1: I would have done something different what would you have done different exactly there would have to be all those secondary questions to, to yeah. bring him out of his shell to get you to get the answer yeah and maybe get the answer that he wanted
0: you know and and maybe that's just because he's in the adversarial role against the press or he feels adversarial maybe if he steps up and is used to like and does it week in and week out where he is working with the, as and is part of the press maybe he comes out of his shell maybe he's a better personality at that point i mean one of the best one of the best examples of that is the beast mode when he was a player yeah. his interviewing sucked
1: cuz he didn't want to do
0: it i'm just here so i don't get fined Yes, Rich, uh, you had a question?
1: Yeah, but Marshall, what, what do you think of this? Um, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, he spent an entire, Stop, not, that, that was a memorable thing of he spent an entire Super Bowl mandatory media session just saying, I'm just here so I don't get fined.
0: So, so but then look at what he's done on Amazon. Yep. When you let him do what he wants to do, the man is amazing on camera. It's not a, sh- it's not a fear of the camera. What it is is it's him controlling what's going on. don't want to answer stupid questions. The problem
1: for Bill would be
0: he still has to answer those stupid questions.
1: Yeah, so the, I, I I could maybe see him as a in the in the studio where where you have a little bit more control about what's yeah. being talked about or you're you're reacting to what what the other panelists are are saying. But I never in the booth. I don't I no he couldn't do the both he could not could. pull off a booth assignment. So anyway, we will we'll talk more about coaching and openings as far as mean which team got it right, which team got it wrong, what what was maybe a head scratcher once all the jobs are filled. Yeah. So but yeah I think at this point I think Washington and Seattle could just be waiting for maybe the dust maybe for one of the coaches to become available after the results of the conference championship games. If
0: if the Commanders don't hire Bionemi, B enemy, whatever you want to call them, I think they've made the wrong decision.
1: Yeah. I, if that's if he, what if he doesn't get ordered, the job, he's gonna be somewhere else next year. Yeah. Because that's By be the way, a hard sell. if he doesn't that's get the job, and he's dude. gonna
0: be somewhere else. Why not the Bears?
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to read Maybe the Bears didn't want to wait it out and wanted to get get the guy involved in that they thought could get it because they didn't <sighs> think that the anime would become available. Okay. Because I have heard that that maybe the Eagles will pluck him out of Washington to be their offensive coordinator. I think that's what I've seen. Okay, all right, right. Mike. Do you see what's coming up next? Is it a left turn, Rich? It is a left-hand turn, Mike. What's after that? It's another left turn, Rich. Why is that, Rich? Well, Mike, because we're going to go into the NASCAR corner for a quick pit stop. So the NASCAR corner is always presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. You can find them in Moline, Illinois, over on Fifth Avenue. And also on eBay. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. So, Mike, last week you talked about the NASCAR Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. Great thing. Um, one thing I did have to add to that, did you know that Janet Guthrie is is an Iowan? I did not. Yes. is she, she the was first an...
0: Iowan to make the NASCAR Hall of Fame?
1: I probably, probably, I don't know that one for sure. What I do know about Janet Guthrie, thanks to the Iowa Almanac, like minute that comes on on ESPN it. 1170, is that she was the first to race in both the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500. Nice. And being in an Iowa.
0: Okay. Um. So next week, we're going to talk about driver lineup changes, and we're also going to preview the Bush, the Bush Classic, or the Bush Clash, at the Coliseum. After that, we're going to then go week nine, uh, the ninth and tenth, ninth or tenth, whichever weekend in February that we decide to record on, whichever day that weekend. We're going to talk about uh, the schedule, look at the new tracks, and the layouts for the year. But we do want to talk about this week the Fantasy NASCAR. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Fantasy NASCAR. How to play, NASCAR. how to join. Let's do it. Um, So Mike, you can always find once you'll probably we always have the link to our specific group down in our descriptions. However, NASCAR Fantasy Live does it does it really, really weird. Yeah. To where they don't open up that where you can join a league or renew a league until about a week before the season starts. Yeah. Any other fantasy season, any other fantasy sport like baseball or football or basketball or probably even hockey. I've never done hockey to know for sure. At least on Yahoo or on Sleeper. You can renew your league months before the season starts. I already have one fantasy baseball league that renewed and scheduled a draft. Okay. And it's February and it's January. Hang on,
0: time out. <laughs> I just looked at it. Uh, okay. Now open for entry and league creation. Hey. Check back February six to set. So February six, you can set your date lineup for the Daytona five hundred. Uh, so let me do this. Was I the was I the uh, leader? You are
1: the leader or commissioner? Am
0: I? I don't think I am. I think you are, Rich. I
1: don't think I am. But okay.
0: Um, let me see.
1: So we you can actually so I will take back what I said about fantasy NASCAR's or NASCAR.com's presentation of Fantasy NASCAR last week. We you weren't we weren't able to open up the league for more registration or to join a league or create a team until it was about the week it was the Super Bowl week that I think that it opened yeah. up. Um if you are gonna play, I would highly suggest downloading the NASCAR app instead of using instead of using the desktop version it makes it a lot easier to change out your lineup because you you choose six drivers throughout the entire for the race however only five of them are active and gain you points from your entry as one of them is classified as a garage driver so as you're watching the race you can see where if, if the garage driver is earning more points than one of the players in your active roster, you could move him into the starting lineup and move a different driver into the garage, but you would want to. Check in on the app right before the stage end in stage number two, because that's when the garage locks. It's. I always—that's what makes it. That's what makes the fantasy NASCAR has helped me become a NASCAR fan of watching the races. Because Uh, so,
0: if you're if you're on Facebook, it's in the chat.
1: In the chat, thank you, Mike. So we'll make sure, and you'll make sure to have it in the in the description when you upload it. Yeah, podcast land and on YouTube. Gonna change the description here. Yeah, yeah, I'm changing. Okay, so make sure to join super easy technically you could set a lineup and you could have the same exact drivers in lineup for 5 weeks and then you could come back come back in week for the sixth race of the season and reset your lineup with five new drivers yep. and not worry about what the garage does or doesn't affect your lineup yep however once you use a driver 5 times or is it 10 times i think it's 10 5 or 10 times during the course of the regular season, you will lose you. They will lose the ability to pick 10 them.
0: times for the first 26 races.
1: Thank you, Michael. So yeah, so technically you could set your lineup for the first 10 races and never touch it again. And you'll get some points. Yep. Yep. But after race number 11, if you followed that, that uh, train of thought and setting your lineup and participating, your lineup would be inactive and be empty. For race number 11. Theoretically,
0: theoretically you only need you only need to set your lineup four times. There's 36 races. So you get 10 10 Oh wait, hang on, let me look again. Let me look at the playoff stuff cuz playoffs is different.
1: Um, yeah, the playoffs the playoffs you your driver choices reset and you get five you get five races per driver yeah five races per driver in the playoffs uh so unfortunately with the way fantasy nascar works you can't set your lineup in advance to where you couldn't set your lineup for daytona and then the next week then choose your drivers for i don't yeah, have the five you can, yeah so unfortunately um Once the results of the first race, which would be Daytona, your lineup is locked until Wednesday, when the Tuesday or Wednesday when the next when the drivers unlock and then you can change your drivers. So it could be theoretically, you only need to change
0: five four times, four times is all you need to change because if you check if you do it at the first of the year and you go ten races. Then you go the second 10 races, you're at 20. Then at 20, you set it, and you have six races, but then it resets to five. Then you have 27 to 32, Mm -hmm. and then you set it that last time, and you could be done for the year. You only – what other sport can you do fantasy and only sign in four times in an entire year? Now, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you you can do fantasy football or baseball that way, if you because you can work ahead, yeah, and swap out people with their bye weeks. That doesn't account for a player getting injured and you choosing not to replace them in your lineup. Yep, Eisen. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, <laughs> but technically, you could work ahead and. You can't work ahead in fantasy NASCAR. That's probably be the one downside of an improvement that I would like to see in the gameplay would be the ability to set your lineup in advance of each race instead of having to wait to do it on Wednesday or Thursday when the, when the lineups unlock again.
0: Yep. I mostly just wanted to tell people you should sign up when, when you're available to, and now that you're available to sign up, we, we can, we go over it every week and talk about it. Rich, real quick. Uh, Let's leave the NASCAR corner presented as always by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs on Fifth Avenue in Moline or on their eBay store. Okay. Um, This week, uh, the Hall of Fame... Uh, inductees were announced for the MLB. By the way, we are at like an hour and five minutes, Rich. Do you want to keep going on these real quick? Yeah, I I don't think
1: there'll be much talk on it. Um, Uh, So your, your Hall of Fame class for the 2024 will be former River Bandit and Minnesota twin Joe Maurer. Um, Mr. Rocky, in my opinion, Todd Helton, yep, and Adrian Beltre will go in as voted by the Baseball Writers Association. Yep, and Jim Leland, the former manager of the Pirates, Marlins Tigers, Pirates, yeah, is going in as a um front office the contemporary the... era non-players committee. Yeah. He was voted in by Hall of Famers on a committee. Yep. Okay. Um, so I think all of those guys actually
0: deserve it. So I'm okay with that. Um, I don't care. Like, yeah. Just because you spent your time in Colorado and that gives you a little extra hit, fine. But you only spend half of your time in Colorado. Like, yes, you spend more time in Colorado than anybody else, but you only spent half your time there the rest of the season you're out everywhere else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Out in first it. yeah. So he'll be the first Rocky recognized, honored in the Hall of Fame. Good. Um, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I, obviously um, Mauer will go in with a Twins cap. Hundred percent deserves it. By the way, mm-hmm. great seasons out in Minnesota as a catcher, but also had transitioned to first base, and I think yeah. he was a pretty good first baseman too. Yep. Uh, just missing the cut and could have a chance to make it next year if their vote totals continue to trend upward. Were Andrew Jones and Carlos Beltran?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and Adrian Beltran obviously deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. I think. I um, mean, you know, I did. Um, then we also got some very sad news this week. Maybe I don't. I don't want to say it's bad news. We got a diagnosis this week. Mm-hmm. Ryan Sandberg has aggressive. Uh, pancreatic cancer, right? Isn't that the one that I saw that he had?
1: Um, it is. It opened up the season. It is prostate cancer. Oh, sorry,
0: prostate cancer. Prostate, and it's apparently pretty aggressive, but he's a he has not to say, but just because you have money, you can beat these things, because we know that not to be true. But he will be able to get the best care in the world. First and foremost. Um, Now, it's metastatic, so it means that it has started spreading throughout his body. That is a bad thing. Normally, that's really bad. Um, So, it's... (laughs) We'll see what happens. Um, But, uh, he is getting treatment and... Hopefully it goes well. If it do- if it doesn't, I mean, the <sighs> that's sad. Uh, we don't know what it looks like right now. It's hard to say. We know that it's, met- it's it's metastasized. That means it's going throughout his body, and it's that will be a problem. But you know, we'll see what happens yeah. next. So, okay, Rich, what is what else do you have for the week? Uh, the boys won their won our Rocket League match Ooh. yesterday uh, so we only have one loss on the season, we are still selling shirts you only have two more weeks to get those orders in so if you want to buy something from our shirts it is in the link there is a link in the description below uh, it's the last link on there, grab that get yourself a shirt, a hat anything to support the esports uh, we got uh, maroon we got the, this really cool color wave <laughs> maroon shirt that I'm really looking forward to, I can't wait uh, but we're also we also have uh, black and uh, we have hats and all. The... By the way, Rich. Uh, okay. Did it for me, but I also know that you'll appreciate this.
1: They're fitted hats. I did see that they were a flex fit cap. Good choice. That I might. did
0: not pick snapback or anything like that. I picked fitted hats because I knew you'd appreciate that. Now, I don't know if you appreciate the offset logo. I actually really love the offset logo. I think it looks great. <laughs> but oh, yeah, way. check it for. out. Uh,
1: support Og- 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 Um The esports. Yeah, esports. And and if uh, if none of the designs look look like something that you'd want to buy, there is an option just to support the team with a cash donation or yeah. cash or a donation. Um, without having to buy merch Yep. Now,
0: before we get going We do have a shout out from last week's show uh, Cameron Tripp uh, Noticed my shirt I was wearing a, a Linus Tech Tips shirt last week uh, Giving him a shout out uh, Nice job catching that uh, We had a brief conversation About how, uh, how uh, That works and, and how I am a fan of Linus Tech Tips With that Rich, what's it nice to do?
1: Um I gotta give a shout out before oh, yeah. we rolled the outro though. Yeah. Uh happy birthday to uh Josh Couture. So yeah. we celebrated his birthday early last week, but it's actually his birthday this weekend. He's taken up some uh much deserved time off um to just relax and just have fun. Good. So um so we're hoping to maybe get to see him um during his time off, maybe.
0: Nice but anyway, hey, Mike.
1: Um that's all i have do you have any other shout outs i don't so what's it time to do rich mike why don't you go ahead and roll that outro broadcasting live from
0: somewhere in iowa this is balls and sticks the podcast with your hosts mike and rich